0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the eagle eye podcast it is episode 63 and boy do we have plenty and plenty to talk about it was classical week not that long ago and yes ladies and gentlemen yes we walked away with both victories something uh, to be excited about obviously wasn't the perfect game in both Wednesday and Saturday I mean and Christian will go and break that down but without further ado, let me introduce my co-host for tonight
1: Mr Christian Rosendo Christian how are we I'm doing pretty good man excited because of the two victories that we got I think this would uh this will build a lot of confidence for us going forward like you said though it could have been could have been better I feel I feel we could have done uh better better in both matches but i guess the most important thing is that we came away with both victories definitely definitely now
0: for those of you wondering where uh, mr cowboy dan is at uh he has taken the time to go down to spring break in rosarito so for those of you knowing what's going on down there well you're gonna be seeing our good friend mr cowboy dan out there doing his one two step on the sandy beaches of rosarito
1: (laughs) i miss him already
0: we all miss him already so um I guess let's, let's let's get down to it. I mean, we got plenty to talk about. We got the classical uh, to break down. We also have uh, Club America, who, even though it's an international break, uh, have a friendly coming up against Atlas in Carson, California. We'll have more news about that right now coming up. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about the Mexican national team in regards to this friendly against Chile. We'll break down the roster. We'll talk about whether or not we think some of the some of the uh, people were. Uh, that are there, are supposed to be there, or if we feel like someone got left out. I know that's kind of been a topic all around. And then, of course, um, we'll talk about that New Jersey, see whether or not uh, we like it, and see what uh, people in the chat think about that. Um, I'm still up in the air about it, and, and we'll discuss about it a little bit later. And then, of course, we have trivia. And then, uh, I guess, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of the basis of what today's show is going to be. But you know what? Let's get to it. All right, Christian. Well, Club America defeated Guadalajara in the Copa MX last Wednesday. It's almost a week ago that this Mm -hmm. happened. It was uh, the quarterfinal match setting in the Estadio Azteca. We talked about it with the people from the Chivas and Norte podcast. We talked about it with a couple of other people in regards to the community. And it seemed that a lot of people had Chivas winning this match. Mm I don't know. I don't know. Why did you think so? I mean, after the match and and after the game from Saturday, I talked to a, uh, to a couple other people, and they were kind of not surprised that the Copa Mekis went the way they it went. And I was kind of curious because it, it seemed for the most part, some people were expecting Chivas to walk out on top on Wednesday. And then come Saturday after, you know, the two victories, they weren't surprised that the Copa Mekis was thrown out. You know, what's, what's kind of the deal with that? Well, what did you think about that?
1: Um I don't know. I also had a trouble uh, a little trouble understanding why people preferred Chivas over America in the quarterfinal match. Um I'm guessing just because they felt like the league was more important, but I guess people seem to forget that America like as an institution, like they they want the Copa Mexico, so I guess it was a main priority uh this season for the players. Um but um but yeah, no. After after both matches, you um you kinda of, kinda of, kinda of wonder why uh why people were saying that you know yeah yeah
0: but we were confident going into this one that we were gonna put in the best um uh the, the best lineup possible for mm-hmm. it and it and it showcased um I think if we break down that game you know, both of these games end in a 2-0 result. Both of them could have been better. America could have had a much bigger scoreline in both of these games. But yes. if I go back and I think which game looked better all around, I think Wednesday's matchup was played better mm-hmm. than Saturday's. Yes. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And,
0: and, and let's talk about that because, okay, so we go into Wednesday's game. Our starting 11 is practically full Liga MX starters. And then... You add on top of that Carlos Vargas and Clemente, who, by the mm-hmm. way, Clemente had a great, great game. Finally, Phenomenal. a game in which we can say this kid definitely has a spot in America if he continues to play the way he, he he played against Chivas. Yeah. Um, But you look at the formation, we thought, okay, yes, this is exactly what we expected America to come out with. This is exactly what we thought that they were going to do, and kudos to Pio Correra for coming out and actually, you know, completely – uh, getting it right in that sense, you know, put Cardoso a little bit on edge and just completely kind of neutralized everything that he was doing on that pitch. Mm-hmm. I think the players knew what they were up against. They knew what they were playing at. They kept the ball for the most, the majority of the time. They distributed pretty well. You know, there was a bit of times where it, we had a dip in form in regards to it, but even then, we still had the ball. Yeah. So I, I you know, I think in regards to as, as a full 90 minutes, A grand scheme of things I think America played a very good game just the only thing I was uh, a bit disappointed at was the lack of creativity that we had in the final third because our first goal comes from Achiba's mistake the goalkeeper comes out fishing for butterflies right doesn't get it and then of course uh uh Bruno Bades is right
1: there to pounce on on the Mm -hmm. situation no yeah um no, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I think that our final third play in terms of, I guess, another pass or a shot could have been a little bit better. But uh, but I don't think you – I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel like this is probably the best game of this season in terms of, you know, going forward and having, like, a mindset or, like, a play style on how to attack the opponent because, as you saw, Ibargain was heavily involved in this game. And I think you even said it in our group chat that it was like a breath of fresh air for us because we actually have two options to go to instead of always going to Renato Ibarra, and just by us going through Ibarguin just gave us so much more like options going forward. Yeah,
0: he, he was the game changer on uh, on Wednesday, and then Renato Ibarra was the game changer on Saturday. on
1: Saturday. yeah.
0: Um, I think it was interesting to see him drift out wide in the first couple minutes and then kind of drift towards the middle. As the game continued, and then kind of, you know, vice versa, kept switching in and out with Clemente in that spot, and um, mm-hmm. and, and it really was like I said, a breath, a breath of fresh air because, uh, on one hand, you didn't know, you didn't know what to expect from to win. Mm-hmm. you know, he was coming back from an injury, he had just came back from an injury, he wasn't looking like himself, and then he comes into this game, you don't know 100% whether or not you're gonna get the Ibadan win that you wanted, or if you're gonna get this Ibadan win that just completely gets you, you know. Why are we even playing him? Right. But he came up. He stepped up to the situation. Mm-hmm. He he got himself in the moment. And because of that, you know, he was the defying the, the player for us
1: when moving the ball around, you know. And he didn't even play the full 90 minutes. No, he didn't. And you even saw how because we ha- finally had a, a true winger in that spot, Clemente can now play his role, you know, where he's more comfortable with. And we saw the performance he gave for us when he plays in his position. Yeah. Yeah. which I think also contributed to our our creativity and, I guess, going forward.
0: No, yeah, definitely. I mean, you see that. You definitely see that. But,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, well. Still could have been better, though. Yeah. 100%. It, it could have.
0: It could have. We, You know, a score on the 2-0, and that second goal only comes in the 93rd minute.
1: Yeah, no. Um. I feel like, I think it was this game, and I'm pretty sure it was this game, because I saw a lot of individualism from all from the players. Um, I don't know why, to be honest, it, it I, uh, we looked like we had a, a proper, proper game plan going forward, but then there were a couple moments where, you know, you saw, you know, I, saw, I think I remember one time Aguilera even came from like the midfield and just tried to take on everyone, but why would you do that? You know, you have the game under control. There's no need, there's no need for all these individuals though like the goal will come. It's got to stay calm and keep, keep the game plan. Like, uh, how, how it was supposed to be, uh, played out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I, I completely agree with you in that sense. You know, it's uh, it 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 could have played out better. Should have mm-hmm. played out better.
1: Should have, Yes, definitely.
0: Definitely, definitely. Alrighty. Well, um, anything else you want to talk about in in that Copa game? Um,
1: no, I think I think we're good. Um, no, yeah, I think we're good.
0: <laughs> my, oh. my microphone was was i don't know what's
1: going on oh i thought power. i thought something was wrong with my headphone because like they've been like weird the past couple of days so i thought they finally gave out and i was like well i don't have headphones now like great yeah, great, 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 yeah so okay good it's just your mic no but yeah, yeah i think we got it covered um it was a it was a great win though definitely now we're we're into semifinals now
0: and i i think that was the most important
1: part yeah definitely you know, the fact that you come into this
0: and you walk away with, with, with not just the the, the moral victory in, in regards to beating your your rivals, but I think mm-hmm. it's a, a progress in the Copa Mekis. Mm-hmm. Something that we talked about that maybe this institution was focusing a little bit more because in the past couple of editions, we've gotten a bit of an embarrassment out of this tournament, not being able to qualify to the next round, mm-hmm. uh, being eliminated by second division teams, mm-hmm. and being knocked out by our, you know, our, our eternal rivals and penalties so i mean it's it's it seems like you know we just kept getting an embarrassment after embarrassment and i think mm-hmm. it was important that this this year around when you're trying to look for not only the week campeonato but the copa as well that you go out there and you perform and you put in the work and, and i think the team definitely came out to, to do that you know we, we, yeah. we never know exactly what america side we're going to get we always talk about that yeah um but the fact that we came in and we actually, you know, looked like a side that was hungry for this competition, um, it says a lot. It says a lot. And you would imagine, okay, maybe they would have been tired out for Saturday. But no, we'll talk about the game right now. And, and I think uh, it looks like this team is hungry for both. And I think mm-hmm. this Copa game sparks something in these players yeah. that we would that maybe is the turnaround for the season. So mm-hmm. for the rest of these games to come, we'll see a much better America side. And if it is perfect, because we said it's do or die at this point, because these next couple of games are not gonna get any easier.
1: Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And I guess this is this is the same narrative last season too. You know, I I, I kind of sounded like a broken record um saying that like, you know, the, the upcoming games are gonna be the toughest ones, you know, the toughest uh the worst is yet to come for us, that the uh, the true test uh lie ahead. And you know what? This this is it. The our Next league's match against Digris. Uh that one be played this week, I'll we play next week. But uh, but it's good to see the team build kind of confidence after a few shaky performances in the in the last month, I would say. So yeah, no, definitely great for morale, uh, great for morale. I meant great for confidence going forward. Um, but yeah, no, diff- definitely was a was a huge victory for us.
0: Definitely, definitely was. So America moves on into the next round. Our next opponent is Cholos next Wednesday, correct? Um uh, I don't
1: I don't know actually. Let me I verify feel, that. Like, I'm, that over should... here, I'm over here saying lies, probably. It's not even yeah. probably until like we April should or something. We should also note that on the other side of the bracket, it's uh it's Juarez and Pumas on the other side. Am I correct on that? So
0: it looks like um the time is still yet to be determined, but it looks like, uh, it's going for Tuesday, April 2nd,
1: April 2nd. Okay. Yes. It is. So, it is in Pumas. Okay.
0: Depending on the time. Depending on the time in regards to that is how we will schedule the podcast. Mm -hmm. If the game does not intervene with the podcast, we will still podcast and we'll probably talk about the game as soon as uh, the game is over. If not, we'll go and we'll podcast the next following day on a Wednesday. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Follow us on social media at Eagle Eye Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We'll let you guys know exactly what the podcast schedule is going to be looking like for that day. But as for right now, it looks like our semifinal is going to be at home against Tijuana on Tuesday, mm-hmm. April second. Nothing is 100% sure confirmed, but it looks like it's, that's going to be the time. I mean, the date. Still waiting on the time. So then the final will be played the following week after
1: that. Correct. And now you you mentioned the bracket is Pumas and Juarez. Correct. Yes. Yes. Now, in case America should advance to the final, unfortunately, it will not be played at Azteca. We would have to go to either Juarez or Seu to play the final.
0: Now, why Seu if I'm showing that America and Pumas both tied on the same points.
1: I think Pumas is a higher ranking. I'm pretty sure that's why. I think America is really? four and Pumas is like three or two. Because I see that the goal difference.
0: Oh never mind. Yeah, Pumas got a one goal difference better than us. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like that's gonna be that. Um oh well. It would have been nice to be able to continue this run into uh the Azteca all the way to the final.
1: Oh no, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean if you want to showcase the best form of football possible, then sometimes you gotta go away and, and lift that trophy on foreign soil.
1: Yeah. Pumas is three and Juarez is two, which is pretty funny actually. <laughs> but yeah, but it would be it would be nice lifting the cup in say, so let's um let's hope for an America Pumas final.
0: So what doesn't matter as long as we lift the cup. I think yes, that's uh, going to yeah, be a stamp of authority on this okay. season. Whether or not we can continue that run of form into the Liga, that's yes. going to be up to the players. And I think a, a Copa is definitely uh, the, the the thing to motivate them in the
1: right direction. Right, but I think the players have a good understanding. You know, I feel like they they feel the pressure from the institution, um, for, to to deliver the Copa Mekis. So I don't think we should have too uh too much problems. In terms of uh, how we go about playing the Copa Méqués, I think I think we should be just fine. Definitely,
0: definitely, definitely. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna move on into the next segment of the show: América versus Chivas, Chivas versus América and the Liga Méqués. And then after this, we'll go into everyone's favorite trivia segment, and uh, we'll we'll get that going for you guys afterwards. But first, let's talk the Clásico Nacional at the Estadio Akron or Whatever it's called nowadays, yeah, whatever it's called
1: nowadays, <laughs>
0: that that stadium has gone through more names than uh Dylan goes through a pair of cowboy boots in, wow. in the whole entire year. It's pretty funny, I mean, but um, so we go into that stadium, which surprisingly enough, looking at some of the stats, it's probably been one of the best stadiums for us to go visit. Mm-hmm um obviously though we didn't feel like it was going to be an easy game at all i think we were we were all kind of a bit nervous going into this matchup um just because of our away form because we didn't know what america side we were getting because in these previous matchups you know we were struggling to get three points at home against a 10 a 10 man puebla you know we were losing a couple of games uh, away we were we were not looking our best and you know, we, we kind of hinged on, on those recent dip of forms that it may plague us when, when we come into this away stadium. Uh, but it did, didn't did seem to be the case. I think the win at home against the Copa, against Chivas in the Copa, really catapulted us to go forward in mm-hmm. the league to continue that good run of form. Um, and I think America knew that they had to get it going right away. They had to get them on the get go and they had to get mm-hmm. them. On the break as soon as possible, and as soon as possible came in the, what the third minute, correct? The second minute, actually. Second minute of the match. Well, let's break it down for these people, and and before that, let's 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 give them the formation at least, so we can uh, at least give them a, a an idea of what mm-hmm. uh, what America was looking like in this game. Now, in goal, of course, as always, the birthday boy of the night, Agustín Marchesín, turning twenty nine, correct? Twenty nine yes wow he's getting up there in age well i mean for a goalkeeper it's not not that yeah that's, that's not that bad actually that's prime years that is prime years so prime much i'm all for it uh, so for it all right the back four was paul aguilar and georgie sanchez as fullbacks bruno valdez emmanuel aguilera in the center back spot edson alvarez and guido rodriguez in the center mid spot which was kind of a bit controversial Maybe we'll get into that discussion right now. And there's about Renate Barra on the wings, Matheus Uribe in that camp position, and Nico Castillo up top. Now give me give me your 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 kind of final thoughts when you see this this lineup come out. Edson in that center mid spot, Uribe in the camp spot. I mean the the center back partnerships. What, what what were you thinking?
1: Um I think the lineup was fine. I actually liked the lineup a lot. I think it gave um I think it, I think we strayed away from the two striker formation, the 442, and I think that allowed for more wing play and the way that Ibargon was playing on Wednesday and the way Renato played on Saturday, I think it just worked for us. But in the later stages of the match, I really would have liked to see Herrera kind of change it up because we'll talk about it more in the few, but I feel like, um, America just lost the, the midfield com- uh, completely to a 10 man team. And, you know, that, 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 can't happen against a better team, you know, like a Tigres or a Leon or a Monterey, you know? Yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, but look but what happened. Starting... We lost the midfield to Leon. They
0: completely oh, yeah, exactly.
1: bashed us. Mm-hmm. But, but for starters though, I, I, I actually like the lineup. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, you still have the, the two, the two CDMs and Edson and, and Guido. And then I, for me, what i preferred was the lone striker and the cam and you got that with Nico and Mateos. Uh Mateos i think should have been you know subbed out because he had an awful game in my opinion but that's neither here nor there i'll talk about that later.
0: Interesting because mm-hmm. you're you're kind of right in that sense that um Mateos is probably the weakest link in 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 our formation. Mm-hmm. Um but you're right. I, I think the formation played perfectly to the strengths of both Ibarra and Ibargüen. Um You had a couple of times Matheus Uribe getting in the box with Nico Castillo. Uh, Edson Alvarez waiting outside to see what he can do. But um, interesting, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um. OK, so let's Uh. We, we got the formation down. We got the lineup out. Now let's talk about America did in the first opening minutes that completely changed the game on its head and it was com- and it was to do exactly what we've always said to do Christian go press win the ball mm-hmm. and get the attack going right away and they did so with a great through ball to Renato Ibarra who completely outpaces Ooh. the the fullback um uh, Miguel, Miguel Ponce and completely outdone done, does him and uh, finds Nico Castillo who actually doesn't Renato Ibarra does not find Nico Castillo. Nico fi- Castillo finds Ibarra's cross. That's two different things. It's a very distinct, distinct distinguishable. Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't even talk right now. Uh it, it's it, it. it's what sets you apart from a good striker from a great striker. Yeah. Um, and I think he's starting to showcase what he can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Now it's a great, great cross in from Renato Ibarra. Finally, it in and Castillo finds it because he completely. uh, jo- uh Pereira thinks that, okay, this is mine. There's no one near me. This is mine. But Nico Mm -hmm. Castillo completely charges towards it as a good striker should because if uh, the first thing they tell you is you don't meet a cross dead in the center. You have to run into it to give Mm -hmm. it pace. So what he did was he did exactly that, ran into it, gave it the pace, and boom, heads it past Cudinho. It's 1-0 in the first opening three minutes of the match. And you already thought, good,
1: exactly what you wanted to see. I, kind of, I think I kind of jinxed us in a sense because as soon as the goal was scored, I told my dad, oh, here we go. This is it. This is the 5 nothing, the 4 nothing." So uh, so my bad to everybody, I think I might have jinxed that. Um, but, yeah, you see us coming out, guns blazing, and, you know, this is the dream start that we need in order for us to get the victory. And, you know, you saw Chivas just immediately get flustered, you know, foul over here, foul over there. I do, I do have to say, though, after the goal was scored, I feel like for the next – ten minutes or so, I feel like they were the the team with the ball more. And I I can't I can't seem to know why. Because I feel like if you're coming out guns blazing and you score a goal, why would you stop, you know? Yeah, and
0: I, I think that's the same criticism we have again and again and again. The fact that um they're definitely uh, they're definitely co- content with getting the early goal and then letting the other team sit back, which I guess is ideal because then you can get them on another counter and completely, you know, outdo them like that. Because I guess in theory the other team should go and try to push for the for the equalizing goal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, you're right. I, you know, we kind of gave Chivas a little bit more of the possession. We let them grow into their in, yeah. into the game. Um, that didn't help us out. And again the one thing that I criticized a lot about America this Saturday was the fact that the passing was very off. Oh um, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know some of those simple balls were just completely done uh, given wrong. Sometimes we were trying to force it, you know, force a pass mm-hmm. down the middle. Um it just didn't look good at times, and, and I think it was because they got a little bit overconfident. They thought, you know oh, what, we're already winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw this a lot more when Molina got the red card. You know, we we still lacked, uh, you know, possession. We still lacked kind of, uh, you know, stringing along a couple of good passes here and there. It, it, we couldn't really, you know, make a good play out of it without, mm-hmm. you know, Chivas intervening. You know, America got lucky that she was uh, was playing the way that we're playing because mm-hmm. I. I tell you, if we're playing up against a Tigres or, you know, a, a, a side that can take advantage of these kind of dips in form throughout the game, it's it's not going to be good enough just to get an early goal. And yeah, I think and, America needs mm-hmm. to understand that.
1: Yeah, and the most frustrating part is that, like, in 12 minutes, they their whole team literally fell apart. They had a sub out Alexis Vega because they were, they were worried that he was going to get a red card. And then... Six minutes later, Molina gets the red card. And then after that, Alan Pulido gets injured and he has to get subbed out. So in the span of, of like I said, like 12 minutes or so, the whole team come crashes down. And yet we still can't establish control of the game. Um, that's what should worry us the most. That's the worrying part of the of the whole thing. Look,
0: everything that could have gone wrong for Chivas went wrong,
1: right? Yes, definitely.
0: 100%. Then why is it that we could not capitalize on these these things? And that's just, what frustrates me the most. Oh no, yeah,
1: I just feel like I think you you kind of are on the right way when you say that. I guess the players just feeling overconfident. You know, I feel like they okay. You know what? Uh, their two strikers out. Uh, their best midfielder out. You know, we're at one nothing. Uh, we're in their home. You know, this 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 should be our game. So I feel like they just let off the gas a lot, in my opinion. And I don't think you can do that, especially in a game like this. It's a classical. You're supposed to give it your all. Uh, I think everyone around the world watching should have kind of saw the game, how it was being played out. And America really should have won by more than three goals. And it's a, a little bit disappointed that we didn't because we had all the potential to do it. But like you said, though, if this was a, a like you said, a, a better team, you know, your Tigres, Monterrey León or whatever, you know, they, they, they are in Chivas and they will punish you for this little dips in form. And the, the missed passes, the giveaways that you give them, you know, they will, they will punish you for them. So that's something to work on and, you know, Hopefully, improve on going uh, into the next games. Definitely, definitely, like like Chicken Little said, America should have won
0: by four goals or more, just kind of how how you were explaining. And this is the thing that worries me. When's the last time America got a uh, a pretty good scoreline besides the Lobos game? But you know, it's 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 been a while, right? No, yeah. Um, and and you're looking at the table. And things are tight right now. Things are very tight Mm, for the race in the Ligia. So goal differences count a lot right here. And I'm looking and I'm thinking this was a perfect matchup, not only to just completely destroy your opponent, you know, in in a classical, but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it was also a great opportunity for you to get goals on the scoreboard. No, yeah. And you still weren't able to manage that. And who knows if that could come back to haunt you and said, damn, we should have appreciated the chance that we had at the moment and gone out for more um let's hope that's not the case because you know you don't you don't really want that to to, to ever come back and haunt you but yeah. i think america still still needs to showcase more they're in, they're on the right track i mm-hmm. think we're we're going to get a better america side going forward it's whether or not they can appreciate these chances these dips and forms and 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 in throughout the game from their opponents I just want to see them be able to be uh, all all around, have a good game. And I know if Dylan was here, he would have the same complaint. Um, it's something that we've talked to ever since we we started this podcast. Is we didn't, we haven't yet to see sometimes a full ninety minutes of America being consistent on the yeah. ball and off the ball, mm-hmm. and taking their chances and shutting down the opposition. Yeah, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to do. I understand that it's 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 difficult to have an all round perfect game, but as a champion, as title contenders, you need to be able to do that for right. at least, at least 75 to 80% of the game, not right. just 65 and 70.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't think we even got 65 or 70 in this game. I think it was probably maybe 50% at max. I if, honestly, I would give that whole second half to Chivas. Um, and it, it, it's mind boggling to say that because they were a man down with two of their best players out, three of their best players out. And you know, it's, it's it, it is a little bit concerning. Um, but um, but I just I really hope they improve because you know it's it's not gonna get easier from here. It's not, and I'll tell you this much if
0: Chivas would have put
1: uh some of their chances away, this scoreline oh, would have yeah. been two two. Yeah, we, we gotta thank Marchine for a couple saves in the dying minutes as well. Definitely. And I think that's what frustrated me the most just to see them switch off.
2: Um
0: but I mean they they got the job done, they did what they were asked to do, they got the three points, two goals. Two shutouts in a spam of, you know, a week against your your rivals. And I mean, as a fan, I think people will be excited and happy. People are um, static. And it's yeah, static about these two victories, but they should also sh- be a bit concerned about how the team's been playing for the most yeah. part. But it doesn't mean that we should, you know, start, you know, completely Trying to figure out if whether or not this is going to work on the long run or anything like that, you know, Mm -hmm. starting to panic or anything, but just kind of let it be what it is and hope that Pio Correa can get these players going for even more. You know, we we wanted them to, we wanted better in the classical, we got better. Now Mm -hmm. we need to get even better going forward. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be easy.
1: No, it's not. And I really hope, uh, you know, finally cements, I guess, the play style or the tactic, the place or whatever you want to say of Ibargo and Andran, because let me tell you, if these two get on form throughout the rest of the season into Ligia, we're going to be a scary team. And if we can figure out kind of like that midfield situation, because I feel like they, they it could use some tweaking, you know, we're, we're, we're in danger going forward. But like you said, it needs to find the perfect combination and pick a form like right now. And hopefully, you know, we can, we can go into the Ligia. Um, as a, a series contenders, definitely, definitely. Well, América walks away with
0: the victory at Estadio Akron in the Clásico Nacional on both occasions. One in the Azteca. and then of course the other one, like I just mentioned, in the league. Christian, any final thoughts? Any final words in regards to this?
1: Um, just it was a great victory, but like you said, we need to improve. Um, and there's definitely room for, uh, room for improvement. Uh, I just hope that, uh, that in, in the upcoming game we can showcase, you know, more of what we have because I think there's a lot more to give. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Should have been better. Needs, no, be better. Needs to be better. Needs to be
0: better. Um, but I think, like you said, we like we both said, step in the right direction. No, definitely. Um, so I mean, I guess that's that's pretty much it. Let, let us know what you guys think about the game. Uh, you know. Let us know exactly how you guys feel about this all of all of this actually hopefully we uh we we get a good uh we get a good sense of what the team's looking like for for the upcoming week now of course it is an international break so you're kind of going on a high uh and the only thing that sucks is the fact that you have to wait a whole week before you can play again and you know who knows if you know that chemistry's still there um but i'd like to think so that it is you know if some of these guys who are going out and playing against uh you know these national teams uh can find some form you know pick up a goal or two i think we could we could continue to see that uh that that good run of form for america you know to Mm -hmm. to extend itself even past the international break
1: yeah no definitely i just hope no no one comes back with any injury uh yes hopefully not i think you you hit it on on, on the head with that one no yeah the, the, i think that's the biggest fear for everybody so knock on wood everybody and you know hopefully we get all our players back in one piece we do have a lot of players going out don't we i think we were yeah we're definitely the team
0: that exported the most out of in liga MX. what about around the world um i don't know i <laughs> i wouldn't know that step but um, a lot of, we had a lot of we had can, can we name them um. Damn. This would be a perfect time to have like little music that goes ding ding ding, 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 ding. Um. Okay. So we had obviously. Let's 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 start off in our positions. Okay. So Marchesin is out. He was going to the national team. Yes. Um. Bruno Valdez going with his national team. Mm-hmm. Georgie Sanchez going with his going with Mexico. Etznaalbert is going with Mexico. With Rodriguez going with Argentina. Uh, with Argentina. Renato Ibarra going out with Ecuador. Mateus Uribe. I hope you're keeping count because I'm just naming them. I, oh eight. crap. Okay, yeah, go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Mateus
0: Uribe is out in Colombia, so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nico Castillo. Eight. Um and I think uh yeah, I think that's eight, it. Yeah, I think that's it. It is eight, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's eight, eight players in total. That's pretty big. That's pretty much your whole starting lineup. And then, of course, some of the youngsters going now too with the national team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Cordoba, uh, Clemente,
1: Vargas—is Vargas going?
0: I think Vargas. Is going Vargas, too. and then of course Ortega also. Ortega. I think León. I mean, so we have a lot of players we going now. Lot. We have a lot uh, yeah. for this international breaks. I mean, which is—it's always great to see. It is. It, it's good mm-hmm. to see. It won't be good to see for some of the people who are expecting some of these big name players to be at the international. Uh, the international, the the friendly in Carson, California, but we'll talk about that right now too. Okay. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll, 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 we'll leave it at that for the, for our next segment, which we're going to be talking about right now in a little bit. Uh, but yes, eight players in total for, you know, the men's national team for, you know, not, not just Mexico, but others in,
1: included as well. That's pretty mm-hmm. big. It's pretty big. Yeah. And it's, it's great is that we got talent. Mm-hmm. Great to see Marcia and finally get the call off Argentina though. That's that's something that Guido has been deserving of since for for a while now, and you know it's great to see that he gets called up. Ah, man, I don't know because you know he's got him.
0: He gets himself a couple of good games, and bye bye Guido. Yeah, no, and I don't know true. who can support. Dude, I no, mean, the way I'm seeing it is Guido and Edson. They both leave in the summer, and we have the biggest gap in the midfield I've ever seen.
1: Mm. No, yeah.
0: But that's a discussion for later on if we if we were to have it. We'll have to wait and see. But, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully hopefully both of these players perform very good in 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 the national team call-ups. I think at the end of the day, we want to see these players grow and I mean Guido's still young. Completely completely young. I think he's 24, 25. Um Guido so he has plenty and plenty of time to 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 keep growing and, and all that stuff. Mhm. He's yeah, 24.
1: Wow, he's super young. Definitely.
0: De- Wait, he's 24? He's 24. Damn, he's one year older than me. He's I, I, super he does and, not
1: look like he's one year older than me. Let me tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, great to see that majority of our starting 11 gets the call up. Um, Just please please come back in one piece because we need you. <laughs> definitely. After America's been played with injuries left, right, and center this whole season. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hopefully,
0: uh, you know, hopefully they all come back good. Mm-hmm, definitely. Alrighty then, we're going to move on into our next segment Ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite Christian, I throw hey. it to you As it's trivia time Ladies and gentlemen
1: Get the question out, Christian What is it? Trivia time, yes Ladies and gentlemen Uh, Ivan will put it out in a minute in the chat But tonight's trivia question is Who was the captain for Club America The last time the club won the Copa Américas? Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is the question for today. Uh guys, please don't put the answer in the chat. I know people have been doing that in the in the past couple of episodes. Um, I get it, but like, you know, you are supposed to know it so you can get the prize. You know, so don't don't spoil it for anybody else. But yeah, that's uh that's today's question. Um Standing should be updated soon. And uh we should have a prize announced here or there in the next couple of episodes, right? Definitely, definitely. Actually, we have a lot to announce this uh, this episode. So yeah. for those of you
0: watching right now and for those of you listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, uh, get ready. We have a couple announcements. Obviously, we're going to be announcing uh, the giveaway prize in the next coming weeks. Uh, we're going to try to get that defined. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, we have our FIFA tournament, which we're going to be announcing uh, this week. Uh, So, let me kind of give you guys a breakdown of what the FIFA tournament is going to be looking like. So, it looks like we have enough players for both consoles. So, we're going to be doing an Xbox and a PlayStation edition of both of these tournaments. So, basically, the way it's going to work is it's going to be a league table. We're going to get all of you guys going in your own kind of league, whether you're Xbox, whether you're PlayStation 4. And you're going to be playing against each other. Now, you guys will know who you guys are playing by an Excel sheet that I will provide to you guys and it will showcase exactly each match day and against each opponent and their Twitter name will be on there. So it's it's kind of vital that you guys have Twitter for this because um it's kind of the best way for you guys to communicate with one another in regards to this tournament. So if you do not have a Twitter and would like to participate, um just make one. Just make one. You don't even have to be on Twitter like anything. It's just in regards to getting in contact with your opponent just saying, you know, you know, we're going to we're, we're going to try to get, you know, that going and and all that. So we're also going to make a chat on playstation and on xbox a group chat for both for both tournaments um so that way you guys can get in contact with that there as well so you guys can talk so it's not just solely relying on twitter um so make sure you guys stay tuned for that um and kind of a breakdown of what this tournament is going to be looking like so it's going to be a custom squad tournament so it's gonna be uh it's not gonna be with uh you know ultimate team or, or pro close or anything like that uh it's gonna be you're gonna have to build a team that is centered around america so i i have the details which i will break down specifically so we're going to use the league Mekis rule the nine nine rule so nine players from your squad need to be from america out of those nine players six of them must be in the starting eleven. Out of those six starting eleven players, three of them must be Mexican. God, damn. you guys understand?
1: <laughs> Yikes!
0: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit tricky, right? I, so I understood, of, but um, but yeah. so three of those players need to be Mexican out of the six players from America that uh, that are starters. Now, what? You, now you're asking, what about the other nine players? This is the fun part. Out of the other nine players, you get one. One 90 plus rated player, so that means you can get yourself a Ronaldo, a Neymar, a Messi, a De Gea, whatever you want, but you can only you're only allowed one 90 plus player. You're then allowed three players that are 85 to 89 rated, and then the rest, the other five, can be uh whatever rating you want, as long as it doesn't pass 85. So that's the basis of it. That's how you're gonna build your teams around. Now the only other rule that we have is you cannot be America for this uh tournament. So you cannot use America as like your club kid or anything like that because you know there's going to be a lot of Americas playing against each other. Um <laughs> so we kind of wanted to be a little bit more diverse. So you can pick any other team as long as it's not America and as long as it's not in the Liga MX. So you can choose whatever uniform you want, whatever team you want. You can be Liverpool, you could be Chelsea, you could be Aberdeen, whatever you want to be. Uh just put in those players um and just kind of have that squad ready to go as soon as you uh you know, as soon as we get that going, which should be sometime around next week. But we'll have the official announcement this week. Okay. So hopefully you guys are ready and in tune, ready for that. So it's uh it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Have, I hope you guys are
1: excited hope you have, like, an Excel, a PDF, or a graphic for just all the rules you just made. because uh, I am going to right, have go a ahead.
0: graphic with all the information. I'm going to have an Excel sheet with uh, exactly everything that I'm, uh, people are going to be able to submit in. They're going to be submitting in their squads, so we know exactly what players they have, and mm-hmm. their opponents know exactly what players they have, so there's no cheating involved either. So we're working hard on this. We're trying to make this the best experience as possible. Uh, we know there might be a couple of hiccups, but uh, do bear with us. This is something we're really trying out, and hopefully if it goes well, something that we can continue to do in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, will you be competing in it?
0: Then, funny enough, I, we just got a question right now, too. Are the hosts going to be competing in this? Oh. Yes, we are. We are. I'm going to be competing. Uh, Christian's going to be competing. We're still trying to convince Cowboy Dan to compete. Uh, he's on the fence about it, but we'll you see about don't
1: it. want the smoke. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how, how I'll fare. I don't really play it. Well, much. It's, it's
0: it's Ligia form. So obviously the top eight will qualify for the Ligia. So I mean, as long as you make it in the top eight, you have a chance, right? There you go. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be there. Um I most likely will be on both consoles, uh, just so that we we have enough players for both. Um, so I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but that's gonna be a lot of games to play. <laughs>
1: what if what if I have to redeem University myself? Team?
0: I have to redeem myself after the terrible week I had in regards to FIFA representing the podcast. But I will say this. I will say this. Every, I think it works backwards. If you win on FIFA, your team loses in real life. So... So... I mean, I was happy. I'll take, I'll take all the losses after that if you want me to. I mean, I'm down, uh, I don't care. But definitely, definitely. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll have that uh, going for you guys uh, in the coming days. So make sure you guys stay tuned to our Twitter and our Instagram, and uh, we'll we'll have all that information for you. Any other announcements that we need to make, Christian?
1: You want to talk about um your fun weekend?
0: My fun weekend?
1: Yeah, your fu- your upcoming fun weekend you're gonna have? Oh, I
0: was like, what are you talking about? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I never disclosed any information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll get to that right now. Um, We'll get to that right now. We're going to talk. Okay. We're going to preview the game against, um, against Atlas here in Carson. And then uh, <laughs> our good friend, Mr. Chicken Nuggets in the chat saying who got the answer for trivia. I do. <laughs> no sharing it. We already said yeah, it. No sharing yeah, it. Sharing no sharing it, people. Um. So, Oh, one last thing Uh, because of the international break, uh, we have decided to partner up with the Paradero Boys on uh, on this upcoming Sunday. So if those of you who don't know who the Paradero Boys are, they – I'm saying their name right, right? Paradero.
1: Yeah, Paradero
0: Boys, yeah. Paradero Boys, right? Mm-hmm. So they're the ones in charge of the English tweeting uh, of Atlas. They're kind of like us, the UI podcast, but for Atlas in English. Uh, they do a fantastic job. Yeah, uh, phenomenal job. They – They cover the ladies and they cover the men's um, in really good, really good fashion. They are, they, they, they're very fortunate to be down there in Mexico. Uh, So shout out to them. We are partnering up with them this Sunday for a pro clubs match between us and them with a special announcement. We will be adding a couple of you, the listeners into our squad for the pro clubs match. Now, this is exclusively only going to be on Xbox, which kind of sucks that we couldn't get it on both platforms, but it is only going to be on Xbox, so for those of you who are interested right now, who are listening to this live, we are going to give you a kind of of first pick on whether or not you want to be part of this. We're trying to get like about eight players in total, so I know I will be kind of captaining you guys through this game, and then... uh, Dylan will be there, so Cowboy Dan will be playing alongside us. So we're looking for about six to seven more players to come join. Um, So if you guys are interested, let us know in the chat right now if you guys are on Xbox. Yeah,
1: I'll put in um, uh, a Google form.
0: A Google form? Okay, perfect. If you guys uh, are interested, let us know, and you guys can be part of that come Sunday. We're still trying to get the times uh, arranged, but it should be Sunday later in the afternoon, somewhere between 3 to 9 o'clock. You know, uh, that's my time. So that's five o'clock. Uh, you know, five o'clock to ten o'clock uh, Central, Central time, and then of course six to nine or six to no, it's six, six to eleven Eastern time. So for those of you guys who are interested and would like to take part of this, uh, let us know. I'm going to leave this uh, kind of document in which you guys can take a part of. So. Let me see. Get this going right here for you guys. There it is. So those for those of you guys interested, let us know, um, and it should be fun. And it should be fun. Um, it will have a little bit more information come tomorrow in, in regards to that matchup with the Paradero Boys on our Twitter as well. So let us know, and uh, we'll be more than happy to, to have you guys join the Eagle Eye Podcast Pro Clubs team on Xbox One to, to play against the Paradero Boys.
1: It's kind of cool, right, Christian? No, definitely. I think this is the first time we ever do it with another podcast like this. You now have a problems match. It sucks that I can't be there because I I, I would have liked to uh, partake in this and um and interact with with um with the people that listen to us uh, and follow us on a weekly basis, but um even daily. But um but yeah, no, uh, I'll be watching though, hundred percent. If you guys stream it, I'll be in the chat uh, chatting with everybody. But it should be a fun time, no?
0: Definitely, definitely a fun time. So if you guys uh already make sure you guys stay tuned to that and we will we'll have more updates as the time as the days go by and, and of course if you guys want to play let us know so it should be fun all right well i think that does it for announcements yeah okay let's move on into the next segment of the podcast as you guys know the international break always means america takes these advantages to not sit back and relax but to go out and make money
1: <laughs> uh, it's yeah. it's kind of
0: how it is. But um but but not just make money, but also put on display for fans out here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And the Tour Aguila is coming back to California, Carson California. Las Aguilas de America will be uh, playing against Atlas in uh the, I call it the StubHub Center. It's not called that anymore. I think it's called the Dignity Health Sports Park or something like that. But it's the home of the LA Galaxy and uh, America will be playing against Atlas. Funny enough, when I was a kid, the second time I've ever went to the stadium to watch America play was exactly at that stadium mm-hmm. and it was against Atlas. Wow. I don't there know if you guys remember the Interliga. Oh, Interliga. The famous wow. Interliga. Oh, my goodness. They're talking so, about bringing that back. Well, we'll see. But um, I remember going to the stadium that day. Um, it was funny because you used to buy those tickets, and uh, and they used to come like a two for one. So you you'd get the earlier game for free, and then you stayed for the main event. So I think the first game was Ateco Santos or something like that. Um, and I remember walking into the stadium and seeing Chuy Corona just punt the ball. A- Across the pitch, and I was like, Whoa, because you know it went pretty high and went pretty far. And at, at the time you're a kid, you're like, That's crazy, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. Um, I so to this day, I probably cannot still do that. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 but um, I just remember the atmosphere being in the stadium and then seeing the America Atlas game, which we were down a goal, and then out of nowhere, Salvador Cabana sal- salvaged us a draw. If I'm not mistaken,
1: your um, memory
0: is insane. I I mean you're at the stadium, that's kind of a little bit more memorable. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. And that same game, uh, I think gave us the ticket to the final or the semifinal, and then from then on, we went to go play Cruz Azul in the final, which we were losing, and then we drew, then we tied it up, and then we went to penalties and beat them in penalties. Ah, beautiful. So, a little bit back, a little bit of memory lane, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, America's gonna be going down, uh, uh, and into the sub-up center. And uh, funny not enough, the center. whatever, I'm gonna call it, the <laughs> sub-up I don't care if it's I called remember. the Dignity Sports Health Park. That's a ton, that's a that's a mouthful, dude. That's, a terrible, to name. Say that. that's a
1: terrible name. <laughs> I don't know who you're not, the, you're not the only one to say that. <laughs> yeah. Chicken Biscuit thinks it was a crappy uh, stadium name as well. It's because me and him have like the I don't know. We're, we're just very alike. He agrees with a lot of what I say, so I think he's my favorite. But um, I remember when this game got announced, you know, we were all over this game. Literally, the, like, the minute it was announced, I posted in the group chat, listen, guys, what's up? So, you, you want to tell us what's going on? Definitely, definitely. So,
0: um, big announcement, and I think we kind of made this announcement to a couple of people, but... The podcast will be down there, again, covering another Club America game. So thank you to every single one of you who are listening, who are retweeting, who are liking our stuff, who are following us on Instagram, who are following us on SoundCloud and iTunes, to every single one of you guys who listen here and come listen to our rambling nonsense. uh, Because of you guys, we have another great opportunity to go out and cover this match. It's another friendly, yes, uh, and it won't be the full-started, uh, start starting 11. There will be no Nico. There will be no Marche, all that stuff. And I do kind of feel for some of you who are going to be going. I know Luis, you're going to be going. I know you said in the chat you were, you were going there earlier. Uh, so, um, you know, still with all that said, it's a great chance to see America. It's a great chance to see some of these players. We expect Menes to start. We expect Benedetti to start. Uh, you get to see some of the youngsters like Tony Lopez, uh, you know, uh, you know, Cordoba, unfortunately, won't be there because he's out with the national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll, you'll see a lot of great players, too. So Ibarra Wen will be there as well. So, you know, there's 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 some pretty big names that are still on the roster. Henry will probably start the matchup as well. So, There'll be names, though. There's going to be names. There'll be names. So thank you again for every one of you who have made this possible. We will be uh, down there in Carson, California, bright and early. To, to hang out with you guys. I know I talked to a couple of, of fans that are going to be down there. Uh, try to meet up with you guys at the fan festival outside the stadium. Maybe we can all kind of get together by the David Beckham statue and take a picture and then we can Photoshop it and put an America shirt on him afterwards. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah,
1: no, that'd, that'd be cool. Now you have to do it now. Just because you said yeah. you have to do it now. Now we
0: have to do it. We all have to take a picture by the David Beckham statue or it never happened.
1: Mm-hmm, simple go. as that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um but we're we're very excited. I'm I'm very excited uh, to be down there. Look looking forward to to seeing some of you guys meeting with some of you guys um you know talking and kind of just you know getting to see each other and kind of talking America and the podcast and all that stuff. So I hope that if you guys are going down there if you guys are listening to this um and you guys uh you know want to know more about where I'm going to be at what we're going to be doing just be in touch with uh our uh, our accounts Again, Instagram, uh the podcast on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast. Uh you guys can follow me on my account at Ivan eighty three. Um we'll we'll have more information as you know, as the day goes by, where I'm gonna be at, where you guys are gonna be at, where we can kind of see each other, where the fan festival, all that stuff. So uh, you know, we're excited about that. So Christian, anything in regards to this pre friendly match that we should that we should kind of say? I wish I was there. <laughs> I, I know. I wish uh, both of you were were, were coming with me.
1: No, I, I think that's yeah. the goal for us one day for all of us to head down okay. into a match and cover it together. So mm-hmm, definitely just one day, but no, um, no. Yeah. It's a cool opportunity for us. You know, obviously it wouldn't be possible without every single one of you guys listening uh, to us on a weekly basis. So once again, thank you for that because of you guys, we are able to do cool things like this for you guys. Um, But it should be. I think it should be a fun time. You know, I feel like uh, hopefully a lot of people come down there. You know, we you get to you know talk with them and uh, interact and you know just enjoy the game together. So definitely look out for me. I will be wearing
0: a blue polo shirt with the Eagle Eye Podcast logo and my name on there, so you guys can uh, find me that way. Mm -hmm. There you go. Alrighty. Well, we'll move on into our next segment and we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll hopefully see a whole bunch of you guys out there on Saturday, this Saturday coming up too. So we'll move on into our final segment of the match, the match, excuse me, the final segment of the podcast, the biggest one. And that is the Mexican national team talk. So Mm -hmm. a selección mexicana is going up against Chile in what should be a very, very interesting matchup come Friday down at San Diego at the Qualcomm... I don't even know how to say it. The SDCCU Stadium. I think that's the easiest way for me to say it. Um, (gasps) So we'll... uh, We'll have we'll have coverage of that game, but uh, before we break the news of all of that, let's uh, let's kind of break down exactly the national team call up. Uh, do do you have the the twenty nine roster the man roster? I have or? yes, I have the roster. Yes, <clears throat> and note one thing: uh, in the final, in, in in yesterday actually, the news broke out that Tecatito Corona will not be coming down isn't, isn't to San Diego, and Orozco too was at the, yeah, was taken out and Hugo Gonzalez was put in. Okay.
1: So the call up was, <clears throat> oh, a lot of names. Uh, we have the goalkeepers, uh, Gudinho, Ochoa, and now Hugo Gonzalez. We have, uh, Etienne Alvarez, Nestor, uh, Layun, Cesar Montes, Hector Moreno, Diego Reyes, Carlos Salcedo, <coughs> Jorge Sanchez as the defenders we go into John Tando Santos, Jesus Gallardo, Andres Guardado, El Guti, El Pocho Guzman, Diego Laines, El Chapo Montes, uh, Carlos Rodriguez, El Chaco Rodriguez, um, uh, Gallito, Piojo, Alvarado from Cruz Azul. We have Brisuela, Atecatito out right now. That will be our midfielders and then our strikers will be Chicharito, Raul Jimenez, Chucky Lozano, Rodolfo Pizarro and Alexis Vega.
0: Nice, nice nice that's a pretty
1: good good well-rounded squad, I would Ooh, say I love know it, yeah with a few missing players here and there but overall I think 90 percent of it I'd love to call up. I know I do
0: too I do too. well, it looks like we have just received word that our good cowboy down in Rosarito has joined us Dylan how's uh how's Mexico
2: Why am I in Mexico?
0: You're on <laughs> spring break down in Rosarito don't don't stop lying to people. Come
2: on, <laughs> dude! I'm I'm already back in school.
0: Uh huh. That's what uh, that's what he wants school. you guys to think. But school. he's out he's out on the beach right now with a mimosa in his hand, ready to st- two-step it to uh, to some Little John.
2: No, you don't two-step to Little John. What is this?
0: Nah, see, so a man that knows his music knows mm. knows knows all about Rosarito. There you go.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Yep. Like you said, Dylan, Dylan's at Papa's and Beer with uh, as OMG, it's Av has said it. So <laughs> look, everyone's already seen. Look, confirmed, Cowboy Dan uh, sighting down at Papa's and Beer. There you go. So
2: what is Papa's and Beer?
0: Ah, he, he's playing like he doesn't know, but yeah. he's like a season holder for every spring break that goes down there. Exactly. So he knows. He
1: knows.
2: So so last okay. So last week I had I have a two week spring break.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're special.
2: Oh dear, oh, dear
0: Lord. There you you go. know, stop stop playing with these people. You know how <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, but look at the chat. Everyone's saying, you know, Cowboy Dan doing his thing. Uh, it's just been a controversial week for Cowboy Dan. <laughs> yeah, it's been
1: yeah.
2: I don't want to talk about it.
0: Mm. Uh alrighty then. Well, Dylan, glad you're on the podcast. Where we're we're wrapping things up with the final segment in regards to the Mexican national team call-up. Um so uh, Christian just read out the names. Anything in, spart- in particular that stood out that you thought, well, this name sounds pretty interesting and maybe a name that you would have liked to see on there that isn't there?
2: Um, I honestly think uh, Tata's just going to do his thing and like, really look at players closely. Um, I know a lot of people were talking about snubs and people, some people shouldn't be there, but I think in the end he's going to look at everybody no matter what. And so I think we're going to see a different 23-man roster would come the next round of friendlies. But um, I'm not really mad about it because I, I, I could understand his, um, his thinking too. Um, he's going to want to see everybody, like I said, and get a feel of everybody and know their strengths and weaknesses, which I wouldn't ultimately doubt that he already knows. I'm pretty sure he, he's watched these players before, especially seeing a lot of them uh, this past weekend whenever he took a trip down to Mexico. To watch this, so a couple of Liga of MX games, um. So yeah, I'll leave it at that.
0: Interesting, interesting. So, um, I'll ask the same question. To you, Christian,
1: how, okay. how do you like
0: this lineup? How do you like not the lineup, but I mean the roster and anything in regards to a player or two that you would like to see?
1: No, like I like I mentioned previously, you know, ninety percent of the call up was perfect. I loved it. You know, you have a great mixture of youngsters and veterans in the lineup, and <clears throat> I think that'll help. The whole team as a whole improved and you know, and Tata's new project in terms of the players. Um, I think I would have liked to see Henry Martin there, honestly. Um, it's not because obviously he's, a, he's an America player, so I'm a little bit biased, it's not even because of that. I just feel like he deserves to be there. You know, his performances the past couple months have, I guess, earned him a spot. And honestly he should be in there instead of Alexis Vega and I'm not saying that because he's a Chivas player <laughs> I just I just strongly believe that that should be the switch but um I guess there was just something that that, that didn't, didn't see in Henry that. that he saw in Alexis um I don't know but um but yeah I guess that's one name I would have liked there obviously Carlos Vela too but I think that's a whole different different subject that we want I guess when we won't even talking talk about
0: yeah, no, I, I mean, the Carlos Bella thing is, I think Tata Martillo came out and said, you know, I, I know him, I've seen him already, I, I kind of have a basis of him, I kind of want to see these other players that I haven't gotten my hands on, mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. And I think if we go back to what Dylan was saying in regards to, you know, these kind of players that aren't there that most likely will be there for the next call-up. Mm-hmm. Uh don't be surprised if Henry Martin is the starting striker for this next call-up after these two games. Don't be surprised if uh the youngster from Veracruz, Jurado, right? The oh goalkeeper. yeah,
1: that's that's another he'll, one that I would've liked there. He'll
0: definitely be in that call-up. Um you'll see you'll see names and faces no. that you know you kind of would expect to be there that are going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I think he's going to try to use every single player possible in both of these games from this uh, 20 man, well, now 28 roster. Mm -hmm. And uh, it should be an interesting matchup. Uh, It looks like uh, he might just go with his full starting, uh, like his best starting 11 off the bat in the first 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then of course, expect uh, about 172 changes
1: come the second half because it's a friendly. No. Yeah. But that's expected though. And I just hope that, whoever is on the field gives their best performance because like people got to realize that, you know, the gold cups coming up very quickly and you know, whatever you do in these couple of families that you have right now, well, pretty much, I guess, solidify your spot in that roster for the most part. Cause if you look at all the names here, this is, this is, a, you know, you can pick a 23 man out of, out of these names alone here, you know? Mm-hmm. So you no, know, I think it's very important, especially for the youngsters, in my opinion, to, uh, to really, to really step it up and this call up and demonstrate to Tata to, uh, to that, that you know they're on board with this project and you know they will make his life easier by doing whatever he needs uh, he needs them to do you know yeah, definitely I, definitely. I think they're
2: really going to get that chance come the second game
1: yeah against Paraguay I, I think you'll yeah. see more youngsters against Paraguay than Chile yes yeah
2: be- because I, I don't know I have this feeling and this hunch that that it's just going to be a lot of Europe-based players this first game. And then I feel like for some reason Tato's going to send the majority of them home or, or back to their clubs. Like always? Then, <laughs> yeah, like always. And then and that's it. Like, you know, nothing else is going to happen. Like, it's just going to be filled with youngsters now.
1: You know, speaking of going home, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Ivan. Um, unfortunately, Tegatito won't be joining uh, Mexico. And these upcoming friendlies due to injury. And I say injury because supposedly, you know, Porto <coughs> hasn't even uh confirmed an injury yet or sent something sort of something regarding an injury to the to the Mexican uh national soccer team. So is there actually injury there or or you think Tigatiz just, you know, doesn't want to risk any injury because of its upcoming Champions League match in 3 weeks which I don't understand.
0: Mm, no, I mean I, it could be a lot of things. If it's not an injury, it could be something in regards to the personal life. Who knows? He's always had bad luck. Yeah. Whenever these no, national team call ups No,
2: You can't just say it could be anything and just say who knows. You got to name some things besides just the personal life.
0: Well, maybe he, maybe he wants to join you down at Rosarito at Papa's and Beer.
2: Hey, maybe. Drink? I mean, we could. Me and him could drink some Coronas and then make a. I can make a pun out of it because his last name's Corona.
0: Uh, no, I mean, uh, I'd expect for him to actually have an injury if that's the case. If not, then, um, I mean, whatever it is, it's uh, you know, it's I would imagine something very personal. Because,
1: yeah, be- well, because Tata that was, like, saying that there will be repercussions for this absence. Yeah. So that makes me wonder, like, it, I'm guessing it's not an injury then because why would he punish a player for having an injury? That, that makes no sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the most – logical answer would be that he doesn't want to get injured because he has an important match in a few weeks. That's my guess. What the actual reason is, I don't think anyone will know anytime soon, but, um, but it's just a shame because I really want to see him uh, play with the, with, with the informed players that we have. I think we could have made for a great, a great show. All right. Let's talk about the
0: game here because I think we're straight away from it. Uh, so obviously the first game is against Chile in uh, down there in San Diego. Uh, which by the way, big big news again the podcast will be down in San Diego this Friday to cover the Mexican national team against Chile. And what is probably the biggest game we have covered as of yet. We yes, had a absolutely. super clasico we covered last summer, and that was <laughs> huge for us. And then now to go down to the Mexican national team game and be part of the media. Well, I mean It is tremendous, tremendous news. So, for those of you who are going down there to Mexico, to Mexico, excuse me, who are going (laughs) down, join (laughs) Dylan. Who are going down to join Dylan? uh, Make sure he's getting home safe. Uh, But those of you who are going down to San Diego and who will be there at the game, um, we will be down there also. At least I will be down there, and uh, I'm excited.
2: And it's it's because we it's I am you. representing the podcast, it's so the podcast you.
0: comes with us with me at least, you know. Um, but you, again,
2: but you're leading people to think me and Christian will be there too. That yeah, is
0: true. We're not, cause cause I, we're not gonna people be people are gonna be like, Where's Dylan? They don't want to see me,
2: exactly. See, don't don't get people's hopes up about meeting <laughs> Cowboy Dan,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, thank, thank you to everyone who, who again like we said earlier, um, has made kind of, you know, our dreams come true to be able to be part of this community uh, as a voice, as, as a source of uh, information, uh, you know, as a source like a media outlet in which you guys can come to for news reports, you know, breakdowns and, and et cetera. Uh, truly from the bottom of our hearts, we are so thankful that you guys have given us this opportunity and we hope to, to you know, make you guys proud. So this Friday, uh, we're going to do our best to give you the best coverage, the best coverage on this Mexican national team game against Chile. So, I mean, we're excited. I hope you guys are excited. I hope to meet all of you guys down there. I'm going to be meeting a whole bunch of people from the community. So I hope to, I hope to see you guys there, the Americanistas in full, and uh, hopefully we can all take a picture, you know. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome,
2: we're yeah. Come, we're coming for you for mex. We're
0: coming for you for mex. We're definitely coming for you. <laughs> um, we're
2: well, going back to the game. It's uh,
0: it, it looks like it's gonna be a fun one. I mean, Chile's coming with a pretty good, strong squad, obviously, not the
1: strongest possible, but I mean, what, what, more, what more could we say? You know, I it'll be a, a good first test, I guess, in a sense, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be- It'd be interesting to see the lineup whenever. It comes oh, definitely,
1: time. yeah. I can't. Even Do you guys want to give a predicted lineup? Oh, I just said I can't. Um, I mean, I can. I can try. No,
2: don't want to try. no.
0: <clears throat> All right, just give me who starts in goal. That's that's all that matters to me, to be honest.
2: Who are, the, who are the three
0: again?
1: Uh, Goudinho,
2: uh Ochoa, Ochoa, Ochoa Goudinho, and Hugo. Wow, just step over each other. Okay, um, I think it'll be Ochoa.
0: Yeah, I think Ochoa too. All right, I'm hoping for a show as well. Let us know in the chat who's starting in goal and who's starting up top, because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a lone striker. Raúl Jiménez. Mhm.
1: This has to be right. Gotta oh, be. You got to, man, I mean, the the man's having a the man's I don't know, man. The man's on something else right now.
2: I mean, Christian knows him better than than me and probably you, Ivan. Yeah. I mean, cause that that's why I'm not. I don't want to get blind because I want to wait like four games to like see what he does.
0: Yeah, so you have a better understanding of what his coaching tactic is, Christian. What do you think mm-hmm. he's going to come out with this game? Like not not specifically in for information
1: and in players, but what do you think tactically speaking he's going to want to see from these players? Well, a lot of possession definitely. We're going to see well, mainly midfield control and I guess like how you were saying, you know, they're going to try to find the striker Raul Jimenez in a more I guess cent- central kind of way because the way he- way Atlanta United played with, with Tata. You know, you had Miguel Almirón like really just try to find uh, Joseph Martinez, kind of like like I said, like down down the middle of the field. So expect expect some of that. But their wing play is their their wing play was definitely amazing too. So our wingers and uh, uh, like I said, I hope I wish we'd have seen Tecatito, but uh, Chucky Lozano, Diego Linus. You know, look look for them to have. Any I want to see Diego on the camp spot. Uh, just hope. Uh, well, that could be interesting too. You know, you have Diego and you have Raúl Jiménez, um, in front of him. That, that couldn't is be it, bad, though. I think that Good. works perfectly. Mm-hmm.
2: Is not Eric Gutierrez called
1: up too? No. Yeah, Gutierrez. he's play in the middle though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's CM well, though. Yeah. But,
2: mm-hmm. could, but but could you imagine Diego and Guti? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I I want to see that. I mean, that's me though.
0: You want to see Diego and Guti? <clears throat>
2: yeah.
0: Like in the midfield as a camp?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Both of them as cam? Yeah. Why not? Why do you play with two cams? <laughs>
2: Why not play with two cams? Because that not, makes no you, sense. That you have you two you players play that are with free roaming. FIFA?
0: Yes, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Never used that formation. Never made sense to me. Um, But I think you're right, Christian. We're going to see a mm. lot of that. Um, yeah. Some of these players obviously already played with each other, but it's going to mm-hmm. be interesting to see how they cope with this new tactical the aspect next... in regards to Tata.
1: The next thing I'm looking at is um is the formation actually. You know, is he gonna come out with the three defenders that were I'm um, used to seeing him uh field with Atlanta United or <coughs> is he gonna bust out something new, to be honest? I I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Interesting,
0: interesting. Alrighty. Well, we expect a good game. Um we do we expect Nico Castillo to start this game?
1: Oh, 100 percent
0: now this is me. Now don't. Now I, I hope wait, that. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait! Did you say Nico Castillo?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, because he was playing against Chile.
2: Oh, okay. Are you threw me off? I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
1: <Come> <laughs> no, on, you no. mean you mean he's starting from Mexico? That's funny. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's
1: I was funny. Like, wait. No, no, I, like, no, wait.
0: <laughs> come on, Dylan. Get
1: on, come get on board. No. You go down,
0: you go down for spring break, and you come back. Now, hundred percent.
2: I'm
0: By the way, I don't know if you guys noticed. He's got he got himself that tan. Dylan looks a little bit more tan right now. Are
2: you sure it's not my light?
0: Nope, it's your tan. Stop stop, stop lying, Dylan. Stop lying. Um, So, Nico Castillo starting... Excuse me. Uh, When Nico Castillo starting, um, you know, if he was to score a couple goals, if, you know... would you would you be mad if 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 he if he puts on a good performance against us? I, I don't think any of us would be mad because he comes into the he comes into this upcoming you know Liga Mekki's weekend against Celta's in good form.
1: Nah, it's just a friendly. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. I'm well, pissed. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I hope I hope not. I hope not. Uh, but with that said, give me your guys's prediction for Friday. Ah.
1: Uh... I think it's
2: 2-2. Two,
0: two. one 2-2. One. Two, two. Okay, Dylan, what'd you say?
2: 1-1.
0: One, 1-1. One. One, one. Am I the only one going with a Mexico victory? I'm going 3-0. <coughs> 3-0? <three, zero. coughs> I'm going 3 zero.
1: Wow, I think Mexico takes it in this team. In their first ah. game under Tata? Yeah, in really. their first game under Tata, we, we wow, walked out with a 3-0 victory. You're bold. You're bold. Well, I
2: mean, like, I'm, I'm hoping for
1: a win, but I mean. I mean, yeah, we're all hoping for a win, but I just don't see it coming, to be honest. I like how the both
0: of you are, like, you know, Mexico national team is everything, and all of a sudden, when I when it comes to predictions, I'm the only one who who puts out a a, a victory.
1: I'd like to um, I don't know, I just don't exactly. think we
2: can win. All right, you
1: know not, right, right, you know. now. not right now. Nil. Five
2: 0 five 0 well,
0: five chicken nuggets? Seven, seven nil. <laughs> <Why> not do <laughs> I see, Levo, our good friend Leiva's back here saying Mexico two, Chile zero, and. Uh, Well, for those of you guys who are interested, what FIFA has said, well, FIFA is going with a 4-3 victory, but for Chile. For Chile.
2: Interesting. That'd be be a fun game.
0: That would be a fun game. Definitely a fun game. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see. A lot of people are predicting a draw, though. It looks like a lot of people think this new Tata Martino side maybe isn't 100% ready to go against this Chile side. let's, Let's not forget, this Chile side is not as strong as we expect it to be. There's mm-hmm. notable absences.
2: Ooh, someone right. put Chile wins in the in the chat.
1: Yeah. So maybe
2: I don't know. Saying-
1: I, just, I just I just think we're, we're obviously we're not even gelled enough yet. I I mean I don't know. It's just a whole new system we're gonna be yeah. playing. I just can't see a victory against Chile. Uh, no matter I guess their call up. I mean there's gonna be some names there, but um, I don't know. I think I think we're we'll, we're gonna win against Paraguay though if that. that makes and that's where I was going. But okay. you know this next game against Paraguay.
0: what is your guys prediction? If think... you guys we already talked about some of these European players probably
1: heading back or maybe not even seeing minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, yeah. So uh, prediction for Paraguay. I think we win three one.
2: Yeah, three one for me.
1: I think 3-1. I think Bruno, I think Bruno Valdez scores a, a a stunning header against us though. I think Mexico Paraguay is a draw.
2: Wow. First you, first you bring positivity and then you, you you regress and go down. I don't
0: understand. I, I don't know. I the way I'm seeing it, the way I'm calling it, I think Paraguay's a draw.
1: Paraguay's very interesting for me because I know a lot of people on Paraguay. You have Ceci coming back. Yeah, yeah. Ceci, Bruno Valdez, uh Tito Vialba from Atlanta, uh Miguel Almiron, former Atlanta United player. I mean, you have a
0: lot of good, decent players. I'm just saying, like you know, if we're going with that same mindset of these youngsters getting more minutes mm-hmm. in this Paraguay game, I I find it difficult for them to break. Ooh, you Oh know, yeah,
2: really? that. that that slipped my mind. I think That's I think I think the youngsters
1: mind. do a, do a good job. Honestly, I think the youngsters that we have are very capable of coming coming out with a victory.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying they can't, but I'm just I the way I'm looking at it is I I feel one one one.
1: Okay,
0: one one. I still think we win.
1: Alrighty, okay. Interesting enough.
0: Well, anything else you guys want to add on to the Mexican national team?
1: Uh, a, you know, talk. Mm, yeah, this is gonna be fun. Uh, I'm actually really excited <coughs> to watch this new this new team. Alrighty, well, let's close out the show with
0: the final segment of this podcast. The jersey has just released for this new Mexican national it's team copping. era. Copping. It's a black grayish. I don't know what to call it. It's an Aztec look. Yeah. But what do you guys what do you guys say? Do you like it? Do
1: you not? What's 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 the deal? I feel like a grow on me. Like at first I saw it and I was like, "Ah, oh, black again, really. Uh but then I started looking at it more, you know. I, I kinda like it though.
2: I like it. I like cop it. Yeah, I like
1: it. Me. I mean, I'm gonna copy it either way, so <clears throat> I'm not the biggest fan. I mean I can see why.
2: But... Hmm? Nobody asked
0: you either. You asked us. I mean that's kind of true, but no, nah, I don't. I don't really like
1: it. I don't think <laughs> no, it's. Like it. Ah. Eh, it it'll grow on you. Mm. Yeah. It'll grow on you.
2: I oh, doubt right. it.
0: It'll grow because you. you know it, it, a jersey that grows on you, you see it again time and time and time again. You're like, oh, okay, I'm getting used to it. This national team, you don't really see it as much. Obviously, they're gonna be playing with it come, um, Gold come time. Friday. Oh, eh, Friday but, I, what? What? I don't know. You said something.
2: I didn't see nothing. Go on.
0: Whatever. Uh I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. To be honest, I don't like <coughs> it. you guys can roast me if you want, but I, I'm not a big fan of it. Roast this man. Well, I mean, we'll see. Well I mean, will I get one? Maybe. I don't know. It depends how I'm feeling.
2: If you get one, then it's gonna snow in Texas. <laughs>
0: I'll, okay, I'll say this much. If Mexico beats Chile, I will get one. Okay, deal. So
2: deal. You said it, though. You said it. Yeah. Said you're, it. Buy, you're buying one for me and Christian, too, right? What? Cool.
1: Okay. <laughs> Christian, you heard it. Everybody I never said it. that part. Yes. yes, yes. Yes, I heard, I heard first. You. Yes. Someone clip that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: think about it. I'll think about it. If if they win 3-0, if they win 3-0, yes, all right, I'll buy I'll buy the whole podcast uh, a jersey. Oh my goodness. So, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So Christian, Dylan, and me, I'll buy I'll buy as a pod, I'll buy as a, a jersey if Mexico wins 3-0. Deal. So we'll, we'll we'll make that a deal. So you guys can clip that if you want. But yeah, clip that, please. That does it for us tonight. We talked about <coughs> everything. We talked about America's great uh, week in the Clasico edition, beating both Guadalajara to Two goals to nil, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say on that? But I know you weren't here for that.
2: Um, it was, I, th- I thought it was. I thought we looked pretty good for most of the game. I really, I really liked the way we played. Um, I think Christian said it too. You know, toward the end, you know, we kind of started to slack off, and um, after that first goal, that was something that I really, really um was questioning. Like, when are we gonna take that dip off? Are we gonna let Chivas back into the game? It Didn't really seem like it at times until like the very like maybe like last. Fifteen minutes to me, you know, I just felt like it was a lot of pressure, and you know, like the guys were just like really into it and a lot of going um you know, I think some guys were actually I felt the colors and were sometimes trying to overdo some things, and I was like, no, just do your job, but you know at the same time, like it was a classical like you know I don't know, it just seemed like it was a it was a overall good win for the guys yeah and, and and not not just in that, but you know it's uh um it's a it's a turning point in the season, I feel like. Three points after you know we've been calling for three points for a little bit, it's it's really a turning point at this point. It was really really needed, to have you get these three points.
0: Interesting, interesting. Dylan uh, walks in for the, the last couple of minutes and completely destroys everything. Me and you talked about Christian Something saying like it was that. a good, it was a good victory when we were yeah. bashing them for uh, <laughs> not that great of a victory in our eyes. But Wait, hey. did you Pretty say good
2: the Copa? Did you say the league? I was talking about the league team.
1: Yeah, we're.
2: Uh, basically
1: um, yeah. But, but I mean, we we also said that in the we did better in the cup match than in the league match. That's I thought we did better in
2: the in the league match than. Really? The
1: match. Yeah. Really, I I felt like in the league match we we let them we let them in the game we let them live a little bit especially down ten they were down ten men, and I guess for the majority of the second half it was it was all them in my opinion. Even after even after Ibargwin scored the goal, I think after that. I think Chivas just like I don't know what they did, but it, it seemed go. like it seemed like they had a better idea of going forward than we did. Yeah, I think yeah. we, I I think we were just content with the two with the <clears> two nil, <throat> and I didn't like that. I felt like this game should have been easily four nothing, but um, that's neither. Here. That's I guess the only concern that I have going forward that we kind of lost the midfield after the Ibarwin goal.
2: I mean, to be honest, like it's, it slowly started to go that way, and it didn't really surprise me. Know because uh, how many times have, have we have we like said like um, put the pressure on and and I've always said how long can we keep the pressure because we don't keep it for so long sometimes and then we go up early or well, how long can we can we keep that up mm-hmm. keeping the lead early and stuff so that's why at times it didn't really surprise me and you know I some stuff I saw some good things from and everything so
1: and me and you both agree that Cordova <coughs> should, have, should have came in for Mateo yeah. oh definitely uh, that, I think that would have made a lot of difference in the midfield. If you mm-hmm. had a quarter in there, but can't do nothing about it now. It's over. Yeah, it's and, over. We and, won. And
2: the, yeah, and the, and the end result was what we wanted to. So. No,
1: definitely, yeah, and we also said that you know this is great for morale and confidence going forward, especially because the hard is just to come. So uh,
2: yeah, and 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 you know, at the end of the day, like I said, for both teams, depending on the outcome, it's, it was a turning point, and no, I think definitely. we got I think we got the better part of the turning point. Mm-hmm. So. That I, I think that's why I'm looking at more more positively than when yeah, y'all yeah. just ripping it apart and <laughs> you know, everything. Like, trying to shred some papers.
0: No, yeah, but that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. We're America. We're <clears throat> supposed to rip things apart. We're not supposed to be content and complacent. Yeah,
1: that's
0: it. Alrighty, well then. With that said, that was America, and we also talked a bit about the Mexican national team. Hopefully, a good showing and a good uh, performance from the first match in charge for Tata Martino. And then, of course, as always. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for coming out and for watching us. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk everything that happened on Friday down in San Diego, and then, of course, everything that happened on Saturday <laughs> at Carson, California, at the Dignity Health Sports Park Arena. That's just too long of a name. Ooh. We're just going to call it the Galaxy Stadium. That's Wait it. Sim- simple as that. All righty.
1: Um, so, we'll, yeah, what's up? The game, Mexico, Tuesday. They play on Tuesday.
0: We will, we will find
1: an arrangement on that. Oh, okay. So make sure you guys stay tuned to that.
0: Stay, uh-huh. stay tuned to that. Um, and, yeah, again, thank you guys for, for making all this possible. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to go out there and cover the games live for you guys. Stay tuned to our Twitter. Stay tuned to our Instagram because we will have you guys the best coverage as possible in regards to uh, to both of these games will be down at San Diego. And, then of course, the following day will be in Carson, California, close to Los Angeles. Covering that game live for you guys, Mexico and Club America. So I hope you guys are excited as much as we are to bring you guys this coverage. And as always, thank you again for tuning in. We'll hope to see you guys very very soon. And don't forget, if you guys are interested in playing with us on pro clubs on Sunday in the Paralittle Boys uh, kind of you know matchup, let us know, and uh, we'll have more information come in the coming days in yeah. regards to that as well. And our FIFA tournament. Alrighty, well, I think that's everything, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for coming out and being a wonderful host, Christian. No, no, thank you for having me. This is my favorite time of the week, like I always say. Dylan, thank you for finding the time to come out of Rosarito and giving us uh, some very good, insightful talks.
2: Was there ever Rosarito? It was in an interview, but feed these people with lies, Ivan. It's
0: not someone said that they saw <coughs> you at a pirate ship down there. Thank is that you. true? So I can
2: I uh, can confirm nor deny.
0: All right, another mm. statement like that to come. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. We'll see you guys very soon. Stay tuned for Friday and for Saturday. We'll be down in both stadiums covering both matches in Mexico and Club America. As always, until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba America and Vamos
2: Mexico.